there's no place like home. Home is where the heart is. These phrases state the obvious. Our homes are emotional spaces. They're weighted with memories, with meaning. Even the look of a house, the architecture itself can express emotion. Some houses are puffed up and pompous, trying to convince everyone of their importance. Other houses are little, inviting, and cozy, the architectural equivalent of a grandmother's hug. But there is one particular kind of architecture, one particular kind of house that expresses a very specific human emotion. And it's not a nice feeling. This architecture is personal and it's petty. It's bitter all the way down to its foundations. I'm Dylan Thuris, and this is Atlas Obscura, a guide to the world's strange, incredible, and wondrous places. Today, we're taking a tour of the world's spite houses, teeny tiny palaces of malices. That is after this. For your next vacation spot, check out Texas for their vast landscape of culture, regions, destinations, and activities. Explore 350 miles of coastline and every kind of hiking trail, from strenuous to wheelchair accessible. Enjoy world-famous barbecue and Tex-Mex, and check out thrilling cowboy experiences. Travel Texas even offers an online trip builder that allows users to generate a custom, visually-led trip matched to their unique interests. Visit TravelTexas.com slash GetYourOwn to get the only trip to Texas that matters. Yours. You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. A new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. And Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's all new and it's streaming now on Hulu. In the city of Beirut, there were once two brothers. The brothers had inherited land from their father. It was beautiful land on a hill overlooking the sea. But the land came in a strange shape, and the brothers couldn't agree on how to divide the plots. They felt a squabbling, and the conversation went sour. One brother took the main plot for himself and began building his grand house. All that was left was a thin, useless piece of land. But the other brother, the one left with the thin, useless land, built on it anyway. He built a house so narrow, it appeared to be a wall. A wall that rose up in front of his brother's house and blocked the view to the sea. The neighbors called the house El Basa, or The Grudge. A spite house is, by its definition, built to piss someone off. The idea isn't always to even live in the house, but to use it as a kind of weapon, an eyesore, and I told you so. Spite houses themselves are part of a larger spite architecture. There are spite towers, spite fences, the architectural embodiments of around and find out. And the targets of the spite range too, ex-lovers, neighbors, even the city itself. But often, very often, there are brothers. So let's begin our whirlwind tour with the Graves Brothers. 
one of the oldest spite houses in America, the story holds that the brothers were fishermen in Marblehead, Massachusetts, and they occupied two attached houses built in 1715 with one house built to block the view of the other. The houses were attached, but each brother lived in their own side and refused to sell or speak to the other one. The house was such a well-known location that 200 years later, it was still widely circulated on postcards with a self-explanatory title of The Spite House. In Boston, a man returned from military service in the Civil War to discover his brother had built a large house on the property they had inherited. Undeterred, he built a skinny little house crammed up against his brother's home, blocking out the light and air. Today, Boston's skinny house is a well-known landmark. And while many of the most famous spite houses are small, they aren't always. The fabulously rich William Waldorf Astor lived in Manhattan next to his aunt. William didn't like his aunt. So in 1893, he replaced his mansion with the 13-story Waldorf Hotel, which loomed over his aunt's house and had no windows on the side that faced her. Ironically, his own cousin and rival would build the even taller Astoria Hotel next door just a few years later. Eventually, they'd merge to become the Waldorf Astoria, but I like to call them the Big Old Spite Hotels. In Buenos Aires in 1936, the Kavanaugh Building is said to have been built with the express purpose of blocking the view of a family that had spurned the builder. The builder, 39-year-old Karina Kavanaugh, was rich, but as the daughter of Irish immigrants, she wasn't part of the Buenos Aires aristocracy. So when she fell for the aristocratic son of the Ancarina family, his parents denied their marriage. Determined to get her revenge, Karina Kavanaugh is said to have built a tower that stood directly between the Ancarina family estate and the church that they had funded, effectively blocking the view of the church that she wasn't allowed to marry their son in. At the time she built it, it was the first skyscraper and tallest building in South America. Sometimes the result of spite is unintentionally hilarious. In 1924, in Cambridge Township, Michigan, the Michigan Observation Company bought a plot of land and built an observation tower on it. It attracted hundreds of people to come and view the rolling landscape. But the neighboring farmer didn't take too kindly to that. And his property line was just a few feet away. So what did our spiteful farmer do? He built an exact replica of the tower right next to it. Except his was a tiny bit higher. For 30 years, they operated right next to each other as identical but competing observation towers. Eventually, both were bought and connected by a little bridge. And you can actually still visit them today. Well, spite architecture is often an act of revenge, sometimes it's a clear act of aggression. In San Francisco in the 1870s, a railroad magnate asked his poor neighbor to sell him his house. When the poor man refused, the railroad magnate built a 40-foot-tall fence around the poor neighbor's entire property. You can see in a photo from the time just the little chimneys poking out above the fence. Known as Crocker's Spite Fence, it became one of San Francisco's most well-known tourist locations 
And the injustice of it made the residents of San Francisco so mad that a mob threatened to destroy the fence by hand. Sadly, the magnate actually won. The poor man sold his house, and the fence was eventually taken down. But perhaps the most spiteful of all the spite houses in the world is the one found in the marshlands of Newberry, Massachusetts. The house, known as the Plum Island Pink House, stands alone and abandoned among the reeds. And according to the town lore, in the 1920s, a local couple was in the process of finalizing their divorce papers. And as a part of the divorce agreement, the wife required her husband to build an exact replica of their family home. Unfortunately, she didn't specify where. So the husband built her this perfect replica house, an exact version of the house they had lived in and presumably where they had been in love. But he built it for her far out in an isolated and unlivable salt marsh. He even plumbed the house. The faucets ran with undrinkable salt water. The thing about a spite house is, like spite generally, it doesn't just hit the intended target, the brother, the neighbor, the ex-wife. The spite-er still has to spend their money and time to build it. And at least in some of these stories, the person who built the spite house ends up living in it, in this tiny cramped house right next to the person they hate most in the world. But a strange thing has happened to these spite houses over time. They've often become beloved local landmarks. A number of these houses have become very valuable, worth millions of dollars, despite their sometimes small size. And the twin observation towers in Michigan are on the National Register of Historic Places. There's a group fighting to save the Plum Island Pink House, the one built by that angry ex-husband. And the skinny house in Boston, it's a city landmark with people still living in it, though the residents do say they live a mostly vertical life. Even that very first spite house, El Bassa in Beirut. At its widest, it's 13 feet across before narrowing down to just two feet. It stands out in the area not simply because of its shape and story, but because it hasn't changed in 70 years. Despite being in one of the city's most desirable locations, developers aren't allowed to rebuild on its irregular plot. So while the entire city changes around it, El Bassa, the grudge, remains the same. This podcast is a co-production of Atlas Obscura and Witness Docs. Our production team includes Doug Baldinger, Chris Naka, Camille Stanley, Sarah Wyman, Matt Hickey, John Delore, Peter Clowney. Our technical director is Casey Holford. Our theme and end credit music is by Sam Tyndall. This episode was mixed by Luce Fleming. And I'm Dylan Thuris, wishing you all the wonder in the world. I'll talk to you soon. Witness Docs from Stitcher. The world isn't wide enough for those with an insatiable desire for discovery. The all-new 2024 Lincoln Nautilus Hybrid SUV offers the power and freedom to explore further and deeper than ever before. Intuitive, smart features ensure they are always connected to the road ahead. Inside, a thoughtfully designed cabin immerses you in a universe that is all your own. 
The larger-than-life panoramic display spans the entire width of the cabin. It's customizable and interactive. Drivers can even personalize their backgrounds with a series of nature-inspired themes. This vehicle signals the arrival of an exciting new chapter for Lincoln. Discover more about the 2024 Lincoln Nautilus at Lincoln.com. Start clean with Clorox because Clorox delivers a powerful clean every time. Because messes happen. Because... I got the charcoal mask. Great, because why would I put that on my face when I could drop it in my sink? This is what I get for multitasking. Ugh, why is charcoal so sticky? Uh, hello? Hey, Janice. I am so sorry. I thought I was on mute. <laughs> no, we don't need to reschedule. I'll just stay off camera. Ooh, yeah, that happens. So start clean with Clorox. Use Clorox products as directed.